0: Welcome to the MTM Podcast. I'm Sean we're your host, joined by MTM's managing editor, Mark Osterman. Joe Chung has the week off. I know we played a little bait and switch on Joe because we said last week in the episode, Mark, that we were going to take this week off, but midweek I had inspiration saying that we needed to record an episode this week. So we're going to be here with a quick episode, but Joe isn't here to join us.
1: Yeah, and it's actually Joe's birthday today as we're recording, so that's kind of funny. He got got the week off. We didn't even realize it was his birthday week, but He's off of school, even though his school goes way too late into uh, the the winter break. But he's off of school. It's his birthday, so I'm glad uh, he's getting the time to relax.
0: Yeah, he threw me a, a little shade in our in our internal discussion when I told him we were recording this, because I think he thought I was like trying to ask him to do it with us. So he's like, "Have fun." And I'm like, <laughs> "Don't worry, Joe. I'm not asking you to. I'm not asking you to do this with us. It's okay. You have have the week off. I'll uh, I'll take care of it." So uh, I'm happy he's there. Happy birthday to Joe! Enjoy your time uh, with your with your family and your and your week off here. But I thought it would be uh, fun, Mark, uh, to to talk about maybe our highlights of travel in 2021. I know such a crazy year of travel, one that I think we'll all uh, long remember. And then what we're looking forward to in 2022. Before we get into that, if you're listening to the show and you like it, don't forget to subscribe, tell a friend about it, leave us a review if you uh, love Mark's laugh uh, in Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Do that for us and you can find links everything at mtmpodcast.com
1: before we we jump into this i have a random this is off the cuff and ben, benji brought up he wants to talk about it on the spending podcast in the mtm diamond group but i thought it'd be kind of fun to throw it in here too like because he got a pretty horrible gift which he'll go into detail more detail in that in that podcast but do you have like from childhood or anything you know we just got through the holidays
0: for hanukkah christmas anything like that that was just a truly horrible gift i mean See, being a Jew, you know, with Hanukkah, they got to stretch out the gifts over eight nights. So, there was a lot of, like, single so shirts. you get a left sock,
1: and then you get a right yeah, sock the next day.
0: So, growing up was a lot of that. I just always remember. I don't remember, like, like crappy gifts other than clothes and stuff. But I always remember I wanted, like, a huge Hot Wheels, you know, one of those huge Hot Wheels sets, right? Track sets. And I never got one. Every year, I just remember for so many years, every year, wanting one, and it never happened. So, that's my uh, that's my oh, memories you know. of it. <laughs>
1: we got... We got Connor has that. And I mean, we haven't busted it out in a while, but we used to set up tracks and then he had like those big Duplo Legos. So we'd like build around that and like have it do jumps and and all kinds of stuff. And then his train would go through it. It was like a a whole city of uh, stuff. So those are fun. I'm sad that you never got to experience it. Now, the real cool thing when we were growing up was the ones with the guns where you could race the cars like uh, they're they're on the track, but remote control cars.
0: Yeah, those were cool. I remember specifically there was one year I was probably like seven or eight years old and there was a a box. Uh, I mean we didn't have a Christmas tree, but a present that that showed up somewhere in my house for Hanukkah, and I was sure it was the Hot Wheels set. I was absolutely sure. And that year my brothers were being very mischievous and they were opening the presents like ahead of time, untaping them and retaping them. So I remember convincing them to open it, and then of course found out it wasn't the Hot Wheels set. And so I like ruined it all ahead of time. And it was just, that's why kids out there, you should never, <laughs> <laughs> never open your presents before time. Cause then just dis- disappointment, you know, comes in early and then you got to actually pretend you didn't see it, which, uh, which isn't easy. So yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of eight bit Christmas, a new Christmas movie that I love. Uh, he gets a present like hidden behind something kind of like, uh, I think it's a throwback to a Christmas story. Like, oh what's this hiding back here and they pull it out and they're like oh it's from your uncle who's in japan he thinks it's nintendo it's like the perfect size he opens it up it's like uh connector or or light light bright it's japanese light bright and he's like oh
0: man (laughs) (laughs) i did get uh my son gave me a cool vegas like retro book which i'm going to talk about on the on the vegas video show but uh that was cool he's he's getting better it's nice that he's finally growing up and putting some thoughts into presents because for so long you know, he would run to like Walgreens like five minutes before you had to give me a present and buy a, a box of chocolates or something that required no thought. And uh, I, you know, <laughs> it was good to see he actually put some thought in this year and planning. And but thank you, I don't
1: know if this is good or not. My kids got me, uh, it's like a sleeve, like a tube. It looks like a tube, but it's a cooler to put beers in. And then you put it in your golf bag. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. So I don't know what, what kind of message I'm sending them, but uh, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. You know, something different. Uh, it could work to take to the beach and everything, too. So I was looking forward to that. But yeah, I'll, I'll tell my dad has a great bad gift story from his mom. And she's she's pretty much the worst gift giver probably in the history of giving gifts. And so I'll share that in the, on the diamond episode. I'll save that for Benji so it doesn't get mad. But one year she gave me and my sister a quilt, which would be cool but it was made out of like old jeans. So like cut (laughs) cut out like somebody got all these like jeans and cut them into squares and then quilted them together. And that was mine and my sister's uh, Christmas gift. And I was like, what? This is one. It's kind of gross. And two, like what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Fun times. Fun times. It's hard. But it's hard some. when
0: you want, when you want people to get the joy from the gift, but sometimes the gift is just so bad. It's really hard to like pretend that it's, uh, yeah. it's the most amazing. Yeah. Thing, Benji's
1: but. was really bad. So
0: I'm looking forward to talking about that. That was pretty, <laughs> yeah. when I saw the picture behind the paywall, uh, but, everybody <laughs>
1: <yeah>. <laughs> patreon.com but,
0: forward slash miles to memories,
1: but, uh, moving on. Uh, so we're talking travel 2021, which is, it's weird. Cause I can't really like decipher 2020 from 2021. So like I feel like they kind of merged together almost. Like we lost a chunk of 2020, but do, do you kind of feel that way too? Like your trips just kind of all fumbled together? Like they don't seem separated by the years like normal?
0: Yeah, I think so. I didn't really start traveling until late in 2020. Like I remember doing Miraval, which I think was in November. And that was sort of the first time we got on a plane. So that was like a big deal. Uh, we had done some road trips and stuff like that. I guess that's the case. I mean, it's been a, a long year. I think it started like for us what january february we did a trip down to san diego went to disney california adventure when they just had the park open but no rides or anything that seems like to your point like a, like a lifetime ago like a like maybe 2021 just stretched on forever even though it was just uh, it was just less than a year ago yeah i can't really i, I can't really kind of separate those things it's all a blur
1: yeah we had some milestones in my family so my dad turned 60 in january so i flew down to sarasota for that And then my mom turned 60 um, in October. So we went down to Fort Myers for that. So those were two, like, they kind of like, they weren't like, well, my dad's was the first trip of the year and my mom's was like second to last. So I went down by myself because it was still kind of like peak pandemic uh, in January. We didn't really know what was going on so much. So I went down there by myself for that. And then the whole family went to visit for my mom. So that was kind of nice that the kids got, got to see them. And that was the first time they had been to Florida to visit them since the pandemic started. You know, we went like uh, a couple weeks before the pandemic kicked off like February of 2020. So it had been almost two years, you know, since they'd been down there. So it was nice. You know, my parents came up in the summer, but they really hadn't had a chance to see them much. So it was good that they got together. The big trip would be be Alaska for me, for sure. Uh, Going with my son in June, you know, we, we drove all around, got, it was the first time we, we traveled together in a couple of years, just the two of us. And, you know, I've written about it before on the site that that's kind of like our special place, our special time where we we butt heads quite a bit during, you know, normal daily life. But when we travel, it's kind of like we just, you know, connect on a different level and, and we get along a lot better. And it's just, you know, it being away from other people, he's not fighting for attention, that type of thing. So it was really good to do that. And such a cool Uh, place to take him you know so so many people don't never make it to alaska like sean um so (laughs) yeah that's that's the state that i haven't been to the one so yeah so i mean it was kind of fun to do and we did it before like alaska this summer and kind of moving on has been like one of the hot spots of places to go visit so it's been really crazy and we kind of hit it before everybody else got out of school and it became really crazy so that was kind of cool that we got in early like the first week of june Got to see a lot of cool stuff. I wrote up about Whittier, uh, Alaska, which is just last week, which is probably the most unique place I've ever been. So he got to experience that, and you know, see this town where the whole town lives in one building, and it's kind of kind of bizarre.
0: I mean, you uh, your trip to Alaska was amazing, and you did share so many uh, great things on the site, so people can can find the various articles and stuff. But you know, our friend uh, Dave went to Alaska before you, and and you went, so both you guys did these incredible trips uh, during COVID that really inspired me because I had always thought I would visit Alaska off a cruise ship. And now I'm thinking I got to go fly up there and drive around and and really kind of get on the ground and do it uh, if I'm going to do it right. So yeah. I think A lot of driving for sure.
1: Alaska trip involves a lot of driving.
0: (laughs) I don't mind. I might still do a cruise ship. I was just looking at some of the cruises because I have, you know, those free offers and stuff, but you pay a lot and port charges and taxes. And so I was thinking if I'm going to spend that much money on on just the taxes and stuff, maybe just head up there and, uh, like I said, hit the ground running and, and see it a little bit better than you would on a cruise ship where you're a little bit more limited and and all of that stuff. Although I'm sure there's some great perspectives to see it from the water too, so you probably could see it see it both ways. But yeah, Alaska very high on my list. I've been putting off getting that 50th estate for over ten years now, so I feel I feel like I'm ready to just that's kind
1: of crazy. Yeah,
0: check it off. Check it <laughs> off. The, I did. I did. You know, when I got my last state, I believe was North Dakota. And I drove through the corner of it to get to count it on, on a road trip. And then I sort of felt guilty. So then years later, when I did Amtrak, we went through there and, and I got it there. So I legitimately had North Dakota. But yeah, it's, I used to care. And then, you know, you get to a certain point, and you're like, well, if I hit 50, then there's nothing else. So maybe I'll just maybe I'll just wait.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, you almost feel sad, like you have nothing left to d- to do in that uh, thing. I've never really uh, paid attention to any of that. Like, I've never tracked states. I've never sat down and done it, which is kind of interesting. You know, I'm I'm weird that way. Like, I don't track where I've flown to or, you know, a lot of people use the apps that will show them how many miles they flew that year. I'm not interested in any of that stuff. You don't even use the no. untapped beer app to, to track all no, the beers. No, no, like a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of my friends are uh, obsessed with that, like tracking beers and stuff. I don't do any of that. I don't know why. It just, it's never really interested me. I like to go back to the same places a lot too, which, you know, other people frown upon, but I'll go to the same, you know, like New Orleans. I love New Orleans. I'll go there, you know, five times in three years just because, and then not go for, for 10 years. Like it's very random and I don't know, I'm just weird, I
0: guess. I think the, the first trip that stands out for me this year was our spring break trip. Uh, obviously we did that trip earlier in the year, I said to San Diego. My one standout from that trip was the Park High at Aviara. They did that huge renovation, like a couple hundred million dollars, and that may be my favorite domestic Hyatt Hotel in the U.S. It's just absolutely gorgeous. The rooms, they've nailed the the entire thing. I know everybody's been like falling over themselves to go to the new Alila that's down on the water but i'll take the park high at aviara any day but anyway so we went to uh, our spring break was in florida was you know we started at the confidant in miami and that was really nice to just you know florida being florida it was just nice to get in the sun be out on the beach you know see some of the crazy people i remember walking miami beach this was like just a few weeks after all those like they they implemented the curfew and all that stuff uh, which was a very kind of unique time there And that was fun, and then we spent like a week in Orlando, staying at our beloved Hyatt Regency Orlando. That we've, you know, we've given them so much love that that hotel. But uh, yeah, that was just a fun trip because it was like I don't know, it was just like doing family fun, which you know I love going to theme parks and and you know hanging out on the beach. Those are things I love to do, and it's I don't know, it almost felt normal for a second. That was like the first time during COVID where you didn't forget about it, but you were you know you were just feeling a little. I was at least getting the same like positive feelings from travel that I used to get before COVID and that, that felt good. And the trip was, uh, was phenomenal.
1: Yeah. It's weird how it comes in like pockets, comes and goes in pockets um, where you feel normal and you experience normal things. Like, you know, when we went to a checkout resorts World Vegas didn't have a mask mandate in it and it was fairly busy. And, you know, we still struggled with things being open or not being open that should be open, but it felt more normal than the trip we went earlier in, uh, I believe it was late February, early March where there was masks and stuff and it felt a little off and then going back on later when the masks come back it you know it feels <laughs> different again so you get like all, all aspects of it in one year at different times like sometimes it felt normal sometimes it didn't which is kind of crazy when you think about it definitely want to say our diamond meetup trips to Denver Denver was great a lot of fun that felt very normal it was the first time doing like a group gathering which, you know, going into it, you feel a little uneasy because you hadn't done it in so long. And, you know, then we did another one uh, just a couple of weeks ago in in Orlando, which was the last trip of the year for me and kind of capped off the year, which was a a great way to finish it off. We went around Epcot, had a lot of fun, you know, got to meet a lot of the same faces from Denver. Like half the group, you know, was in Denver. The other half was new faces that that we didn't see. So it was great. And I feel like that's going to be every meetup. It's going to be like a unique mix of people. Um, getting to meet new faces as well as seeing you know the the friends that you've you made along the way and get to see again and catch up. So, I look forward to those for sure.
0: Yeah, it was really cool in 2021 to finally get to see our vision of this group sort of come to life a little bit. You know, we we started the idea of this you know miles and points you know club social aspect, all the stuff that we're doing with these meetups and. Of course COVID started like a month after everything shut down and uh, we had incredible people that have stuck with us but it was really neat to to be able to have these meetups and you know on a personal note I remember you know at the at the Grand Hyatt in Denver we had this like like rooftop well not rooftop it was indoor but like beautiful space for our cocktail reception overlooking Denver all the mountains everything was just gorgeous and on the ground floor they had you know the Miles to Memories logo for there and just seeing all of that uh, really was a personal uh, personally great moment for me and yeah as as you point out so many cool people in our uh, in our Patreon group one other trip i have to mention that was really cool was going to michigan i you know uh yeah. besides besides my wife uh leaving with thousands of dollars things to DraftKings. so it was actually a profitable uh yeah you get paid to come visit <laughs> <laughs> but it was cool to get to see your stomping grounds to get to go see the the cottage which is absolutely fantastic and and the uh, the whole area up there and also to get to go up north, you know, to like Mackinac Island and the, what is it? The Sleepy Bear Dunes. Do- I forget the name of the dunes. The yeah. Dunes Sleeping
1: Bear Dunes. Yeah. Sleeping Traverse Bear City area, area. All that stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And getting to go, Greg, the Frequent Milers' favorite hotel up north, the Inn at Bay Harbor, which I agree is a fantastic Marriott Redemption, if you can get it. Like, it just felt like you were on like a coastal resort, yet you're right there on, on Lake Michigan. And it was just the sunset at that place was, yeah, that was a highlight of the year. That sunset alone mm-hmm. was was a highlight. Yeah. Uh, But yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. And just uh, Detroit was fun. You took downtown Detroit. I'm the first to admit, even though I like to give, or I used to like to give Detroit a hard time before your wife came after me. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, I actually do really love Detroit. I loved it when I visited it the first time uh, a while back in the mid 2000s. And I really liked it. We spent some time downtown walking around, getting some Coney dogs. And then you showed us a lot of the suburbs. I didn't know a lot of like the little suburb towns outside of Detroit all had their own little downtowns. So it was really nice getting that, getting that tour, and you know, getting the Michigan experience, Mark style. So that was that was good. Getting in a fight with the security guard at one of the casinos. That'll always be a <laughs> highlight. Something that I, I know you'll you never go. let me uh, forget. Never, so. never
1: forget. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I do. I think that's what's unique. You know, somewhat unique about the Detroit area is the suburb. You know, a lot of people think about downtown, and downtowns come a long way. There's a lot of stuff down there. A very uh, cool cocktail scene, foodie scene, um, and, and has been growing quite a bit. So that's cool to see. But Detroit's really been about the suburbs. You know, every every town does have a little downtown that has stores and it has restaurants and shops and all this all this kind of unique uh, vibe to it as well. And they're all like, you can drive down one road and go through like six downtowns within like an eight mile stretch. Like they're all connected but yet unique and different. So I think that's kind of cool and something people don't realize. And I, I do love bringing people to, you know, the great lakes people, you see it on a map and you're like, Oh yeah, that's a big lake. Like I get it, but you don't really get it until you see, <laughs> see it. And it's, in no, it's basically an ocean. Like you can't see the other side and it's massive and it's deep and it's just huge. And you look out and you just see a horizon. It looks just like a, you know, the ocean, the waves can get pretty big, like ocean waves, and people don't really, you know, uh, Bethany from Bougie Miles came up to visit too, and she's like, wait, so there's like nothing in here that can harm me? Like, there's no sharks, there's no eels, <laughs> there, there's no jellyfish, you know, there's no salt in the water, it's all fresh water, nothing that can kill you besides drowning, of course. But that's kind of crazy and unique, and, and nowhere else in the world has that, so... I think it's something everybody should see for once for sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that, like I said that that in Bay Harbor which is on the opposite, uh, you know, coast of Michigan from from where your cottage is, but that was one of the best redemptions. I mean, I'm always trying to find how to use those 35k Marriott certs, you know, and usually it's like an airport courtyard or something like that is all you can get to be strategic, but it was, you know, hundreds of dollars a night and uh, great use of the certs. Beautiful uh, place in fact we only got we got last minute bookings because it's so hard to get it one night at a time and we did one night and decided to stay another night so yeah i mean yeah I that didn't...
1: thing gets up to like five six hundred bucks i think in the summer a night so That's about as good as it gets, I think, for Marriott.
0: Yeah, great family property too. Like lots of cool like things for the family to do. Amazing pool, and then yeah, that sunset. We only one of the two nights we were there did we get the sunset because it was cloudy the second night. But man, one of the best sunsets I've ever I've ever seen.
1: Yeah, and speaking of like category uh, certs or cert redemptions and stuff, you know, I've talked about Hyatt uh, Regency Chesapeake Bay a couple times already, so I won't go into details, but. That was a trip, you know, I got to meet up with a buddy, uh Derek Dye from Travel on Points, lives uh, a few miles away from there. So, it was kind of like a meetup of friends as well as check out a new property that a lot of people have talked about over the years and that's probably my go-to category 4 or at least least, you know, one of my favorites in the US. If it wasn't so difficult to get to as far as like an hour and a half drive, I'd probably go every year. But the fact, you know, I hate renting cars and <laughs> and all that. So, It'll probably be like every couple of years, but I already booked it, you know, before the dynamic pricing went into place and everything. And I had two free night certs left. I booked them for June. So looking forward to taking the family this time and, and doing the whole family thing, because it really is a great family uh,
0: resort. So I'm looking forward to that. I booked uh, quite a few hotels before the dynamic pricing came into effect. And every single one I booked for the dates I booked, it didn't make a difference. Like literally, yeah. <laughs> I went back and checked, and they were all uh, still the same price after. So yeah, all that. Uh, I don't think
1: I feel like finding a, a non peak is like near impossible too. Yeah. Like even a a Hyatt place in uh, Flint, Michigan, which nobody wants to go to in the middle of winter, is never non peak. It's like what what are you what are we doing here?
0: Yeah, I haven't seen to your point. I really haven't seen uh, much non peak stuff, but I haven't been seeing a ton of peak stuff. Although again, I haven't been my look. My searches have been sort of granular, so haven't been looking across the way. But I guess we could pivot to what we're looking forward to in 2022. Although before I do that, I did want to give a shout out to my frontier status because that was definitely oh a boy. highlight of 2021. And good news, everybody. My family still has, uh, we we'd successfully matched within my family for 2022. So I'll have frontier status again, or at least I'll have access to that. So nobody cares. <laughs> everybody out there. <laughs> I know they
1: were on the I know, a lot of seat. People- they were They were a little worried. A lot of people have jumped on this frontier bandwagon. I've noticed which like, you know, so many people shunned frontier spirit, all that stuff. And then a couple people write about it and share their experiences. And now everybody's like, oh, this is the best deal. I love it. And it's just, you know, how people can be influenced is is interesting to see because I've always been a spirit fan. You know that I've talked about it. You know, their big front seat and everything is is hard to beat on a nonstop flights but frontier just i i can't do it i too many connections and i've had bad experiences so just isn't me but uh i don't have any uh shame towards anybody that takes advantage of it or if you have like if like vegas has such a good route map why not but for detroit it's it, they're they're rough
0: so but yeah i was out, i was out in front first i was you know a year ago <laughs> i was taking the i've been taking bullets this entire year for frontier i think it's just uh me and i the only other person in the entire Space that I saw this talked about it a lot was Richard Kerr because I know he did the match at the same time and he's talked about it a lot. But I'm glad to see other people are coming around on that. But let's pivot to 2022. What are you uh, most looking forward to there?
1: Yeah, I say the the trip that I'm most looking forward to is our uh, trip in September with the Diamond Group going to Mexico City for their Independence Day. You know, I've watched some videos on on the shout and all that stuff, and it looks pretty crazy and a lot of fun and something you know that that you've been wanting to go to forever so i'm excited to experience it together and and just you know do this type of thing in a big crowd in a big atmosphere a lot of uh, excitement with a group of a, a bigger group of people always makes it a little bit more fun a little more special so looking forward to that for sure hopefully everything you know is good by then <laughs> you know you know like when we put this on the books i was like oh yeah that would be fine but now news changes so uh, rapidly and new restrictions and all this stuff. Who knows, but hopeful, looking forward to it. I'm I'm 99% sure it'll be fine, but you never know.
0: Yeah, welcome to the story of my life with going into 2022, switching over to being nomadic and traveling a lot more. And so, yeah, there's a lot of challenges on the books for us, especially just trying to even figure out what we're gonna do in February um, because I just you know don't wanna get caught up in, uh, in some craziness. Although I, I would say like I have, a lot of cruises on the books for 2022. I don't know how that that happened. All of a sudden just went from not going yeah. on a cruise for a few years to good, good decision making. That's how it happened. No, I mean, now I, I know that people <laughs> no, a lot are going to be all and tr- stuff. triggered. Yeah. yeah, well, they'll be triggered because of all, you know, there has been a lot of news this week, right with COVID cases, stuff like that. So we'll see how all that plays out. Of course, I have flexibility in my plans. Uh, but we're doing our first cruise January 30th on Lore of the Seas, which is a, a ship, it's the the biggest ship in the world. Or There's four of them but that are of that class, but uh, I've been wanting to do that forever. And then we also, I use my Carnival free balcony room to book uh, the Mardi Gras, which is Carnival's brand new ship, the one that has the roller coaster at sea, of course, and we're going to do that over Jasmine's birthday, over Labor Day, so kind of do that, and then we're going to fly down to Mexico to meet everybody else for for the uh, celebration there, so that's going to, I'm really looking forward to that. It looks. I know it's Carnival, but that ship looks uh, unlike anything Carnival's ever done. Like they really stepped up their game, and that ship just debuted this year. So uh, it was supposed to debut. Oh, uh, it'll, be,
1: it'll be beat the crap by the time you get to it. <laughs> no,
0: no, I was watching a video. I was. I'm really, really like shocked how nice this ship looks. Um, you know, Carnival's always been about the compromise, right? And every venue on the ship looks like they. You know, they must have really got a new. They certainly got a new designer from the days of the Carnival Splendors, pink. Uh, nonsense uh, but anyway yeah i'm I'm looking forward to that i'm still trying to figure out i have a free ocean view cruise so i may uh with carnival that i may lock in for uh, right before christmas next year uh, because we'll be back here in vegas for a little bit and that'll give us maybe a chance to to get away sailing out the panorama is their second newest ship it actually debuted like two months before covid so it's only sailed those two months and then it just came back this year that sails out of los angeles goes down to Cabo, Mazatlan, Puerto Vallarta, which I love those Mexican Riviera cruises. So we're considering that for for Christmas. Outside of that, I'm going to a lot of places next year, but I can't commit to anything because it's very, very... I will say it's really crazy to be trying to look at the COVID protocols. And then even thinking about things like if you want to go from one country to the other, and you're going to have to test again, you know, are you going to get yourself quarantined here? You know, it's a lot more risk in going to three countries on a trip than just one, right? Because every time you move countries, now you're retesting and and you're opening yourself up for possible quarantine and so it's like really it's spinning my head trying to make the right decision on what to do uh, obviously I think we're going to do Dubai in February but do we add on anything else yeah check that? out
1: the new uh Hilton in Saudi Arabia please I think it's in Saudi Arabia I forget where but near there the one that <laughs> I sent you somewhere in the region yeah <laughs> no I think it's like a it's like a it's like an hour flight and then a drive when I, I, I remember like mapping it. Cause I was like, I'm pretty sure Sean will be near this. Please go check it out. That uh, one that's in the middle of nowhere. Uh, yeah. looks amazing. Like yeah. a huge, it looks like a city, but it's just a one resort.
0: Yeah, no, it does look, uh, it looks really neat and it has uh yeah. And, like amazing pools and stuff. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, this the, the crazy thing is talking about award searching is I've found award space to get us on Q suites, which is, you know, a great business class product on cutter using American miles, which I have so many of, I can't get, so I can get us the flight to Doha, but I can't get award space for the flight from Doha to Dubai. So, you know, I could buy the flight separate, or maybe we could just, you know, then I was thinking, well, maybe we'll just spend five or six days in Doha. I've been there before. It's changed a lot as they're building up for the World Cup, and it could be a nice little place to sort of decompress. There's a brand new Hyatt Regency there that's only a Category 1. So, you know, full club access. It looks really nice. Mattress run. (laughs) Yeah. And there is a Grand Hyatt there that I've wanted to stay that's on the beach, but we could do like one night at the Grand Hyatt to enjoy the beach stuff. And then when we're out in the city, do the brand new Hyatt Regency. But then, you know, you're, you're going there and then to get to Dubai, let's say we stay in Doha for a few days. Now we got to test again. You're, you know, I don't know. I'm a little apprehensive about, about it. So a lot of little, a lot of little landmines potentially. And I just want to make sure that, you know, we think about all of this as we do it. More updates coming on on especially. I'm getting everything, trying to get a lot of stuff booked uh, in the next couple of weeks. So in, in the future shows, we'll talk a little bit more about uh, about what we're doing. But that World's Fair has been calling my name. I got to get there. I got to get there. Dubai or bust.
1: There you go. I know uh, John John Ryan, who was on our Vegas podcast and has written a review for on the site uh, for Hyatt in San Diego, and he's in Dubai right now, and he's going to write up a couple uh, reviews for hotels there. So interesting to see how how his experience has been and and everything so i'm
0: looking yeah, he forward he said to it that sure he on twitter he told me he said uh no matter how you break up the flights it's you know he flew an economy i think with his friends he said uh it's just brutal and uh yeah th- th- i don't want to do that i want to fly i want to fly q suites that would be amazing yeah. to do it
1: yeah an economy with a mascot no i could not i could not make it i would die <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you know, well, you just, you know, he's, he's a kid, right? He's young. He, yeah.
1: Oh yeah. If I was 14, long. then yeah, whatever. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll make it, make it work. I mean, I did that, the crazy flights to Hawaii in mostly like an economy. And it was like there and back and basically a day. So I guess it's similar, but at least it was broken up at some where that, unless you're doing like a day layover, you're, you're pretty much force forcing through it the whole time so you don't get that like a day here a day there to break it up
0: yeah that's cool that we, we're we gonna have the the reviews from him coming too, and I'll, I'll have some properties probably and then i'm still just trying to figure out whether we we spend some time in doha or I, we just transit directly to dubai and you know mitigate the risk that way because we're gonna test before we leave the u.s so if we just go to dubai hang out there and come back um we'll do it but i already have jasmine agreeing to move some hotels so uh Cause there's so many cool hotels in Dubai. Yeah. And, that's the and also getting Dhabi, P2
1: so. to to hotel hop is always uh an interesting uh, debate fight slash is this worth it type of thing?
0: Yeah. I mean, we came up with the backpacking stuff, so we were moving guest houses, hotels like all the time. And I feel like that's the easiest. That's like sort of the best thing is that she's used to it. And she likes, I think she likes discovering uh places as well. So, um, you know, and she was yelling, she's kind of keeping me on, on my points budget. Cause I was like, Oh yeah, we should stay because there's a park Hyatt, a new park Hyatt in Doha too. And I'm like, you know, we should do the park Hyatt too. She's like, that's four times the cost of the Hyatt Regency. Why are you, <laughs> I'm like, you stop, being buzz kill. stop being a buzzkill. Stop being I got to collect park Hyatt's. Okay. PDX deals guy is trying to pass me on the number of park Hyatt's that, that we've been to. So I don't know if I'll get to that one. Cause she's right. We probably brand new Hyatt Regency looks beautiful. Why would I, why would I spend four times the points considering how much travel we have and how much. We need to stretch that stuff out. So, yeah, you can I mean, do awesome. it for a night. Do it for a night. There you go. One night. you <laughs> he hear that, Jasmine? No, she doesn't hear because <laughs> do a points and cash. She doesn't po- listen. Points and
1: cash booking. Maybe, maybe it won't be so bad. Yeah one one other trip I'm looking forward to is a couple weeks from now. Of course, I'm coming uh, to Vegas to see you, and you're taking me to all the outskirts uh, areas. You know, so often people fly to Vegas don't leave the strip. Um, you know, I've gone and, and not really left the resort. So I'm kind of looking forward to getting out and seeing, you know, what else the, the outskirt areas have to offer. And, you know, I've seen the videos that you've done on uh, the YouTube channel on MTM Vegas and, you know, especially Laughlin, like that river and stuff looks really cool and riding the boat up and down it and everything. I'm looking forward to all that and, and getting the lay of the land a bit. And, you know, so many areas I haven't seen that, uh, are, are within an hour of there and, and so many people never leave that I think it'll be good to show that perspective maybe and talk about it.
0: Yeah. And you'll have a, an amazing tour guide, perhaps the best true for, for showing true. You around this area. Yeah. Ryan Flanagan might come. That's true. There you go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Certainly <laughs> a, a much more fun tour guide than me. <laughs> somebody in our, uh, somebody in our diamond group ran into him by, by a chance in, uh, in the Venetian, he just randomly was asking somebody for directions or something. And there it was Ryan Flanagan. So yeah, <laughs> which is funny.
1: Yeah. Uh, who is a Facebook moderator and uh, uh, he does the spending podcast in the group as well. So if you're not in e- either of our Facebook groups, then then you
0: wouldn't know the name. But yeah, he does. Uh, he helps out with uh, uh, our stuff quite a bit. Yep. We have an amazing team of people as usual, including uh, Mr. Joe Chung at As the Joe Flies all over social media. Happy birthday. Enjoy. Uh, hope you're enjoying your day. I doubt he will listen to this, but if he does, we love you, Joe. And uh, anything else to to share before we uh, wrap this thing up?
1: Nope. Uh, just hoping 2022 is better than 2021. The bar was set fairly low, so uh, th- you know that's the one good thing: set
0: expectations low and then uh, exceed high, right? Yeah, I'm looking forward. I believe next year is going to be amazing. Uh, obviously, gonna. I'm no expert on any of this, so uh, all I'm going to use is my uh, my positivity and uh, hope it all comes back nicely we can all have some nice trips even if we have to do it in a different way than we did before and stay safe happy uh, new year everybody happy new year mark and we will see you yes, all in the, in the new year all right thanks everyone talk to you later bye